0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is August 25th, and our reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 16. This is the final chapter in his first letter to the Corinthian church. Of course, it's written by Paul. And in this final chapter, he's going to touch on a handful of things to kind of tie up some loose ends. And it's very practical instruction and helpful for us. The first thing I want to highlight is in verse two. Paul says, "...on the first day of the week, you should each put aside a portion of the money you have earned. Don't wait until I get there and then try to collect it all at once." So here Paul's simply talking about their giving, they're collecting an offering from the Jerusalem church that's under a lot of persecution, really needs their help and support. But the question is, why does he give this specific instruction that save it a little bit as you go? I think there are two big reasons. Number one, when we give regularly, so instead of waiting into the end of the year, or instead of waiting until we get our tax return and and take whatever we get and and give an portion, when we give regularly, every time we receive income, we set aside a portion. Two big things happen. Number one, it allows us to say, God, when it comes to my money, you're first. So every time I receive, the first thing I want to give do is give. I want to give the first of my best, right? But then the second big thing is it makes it an act of faith. In other words, if I wait until the end of the year and I'm saving it up, saving it up, saving it up, saving it up, then basically what that communicates is I'm going to wait until the end of the year, and as long as there's not something else I need to spend it on, or as long as there's not an emergency, then if I have some left, then I'll give. But when we give as we go, what we're doing is we're sowing in faith. We're giving in faith. We're saying, God, I'm trusting you in my future, trusting you in my security, trusting you in my prosperity. So Paul has given them this instruction about giving, not because he's trying to control their money or be legalistic. He's given them instruction about money so that how they handle their money actually strengthens their relationship with Jesus and builds their faith. It allows them to put God first in their finances and allows them to grow in their capacity to trust God. Now, here's a second big thing. In verse 10, he says this about Timothy. Remember, Timothy's a young pastor that Paul is training up. And he said, "When Timothy comes, don't intimidate him. He's doing the Lord's work just as I am. Don't let anyone treat him with contempt. Send him on his way with your blessing when he returns." to me. And what I love about this is Paul's desire to train up, to protect, and to empower this young pastor. And man, that's something that we have always tried to do as a church, is to identify young people, to train them, to disciple them, to empower them, and release them in ministry. And we've always been careful about saying, the youth of the church of tomorrow. No, the youth of the church of today. We want to empower people today. In fact, did you know that when Jesus called the disciples, all of the disciples were teenagers? They were young people that Jesus enlisted, invited to follow him, trained him up, and empowered them to do ministry. And of course, they changed the world. And so we've always had this high value of trusting people, assuming the best, doing all we can to equip them and to empower them knowing that sometimes young people will make some mistakes and create some messes, and that's okay. We'll come behind them. That's a redemptive moment. There's something to learn here, but we want to empower young people to change their world. And then here's a final thing in verse 13. He says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything With love. We just have to recognize we are in a battle, right? We have a real enemy who wants to destroy our soul. And listen, it's not the other political party, whatever party you're in, it's the devil, right? Our battle is not against flesh and blood, our battle is against principalities and powers in the spiritual realm. We're in this spiritual battle, so we got to stand firm in the faith. We got to fight the good fight. We got to be courageous. We got to stay strong. And we got to do everything in love. You say, wow, man, that's that's a lot. How are we going to do that? The key is staying close to Jesus. As we're with Jesus, we become like Jesus and we begin doing what Jesus did. And he did these things right. So we're inviting Jesus to lead us into that kind of life, to produce his life enough so that our life reflects the kingdom of God and is a powerful witness in our world. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for such practical instruction. God, I pray for all of us that we would put you first in our finances and trust you with our financial future. God, giving helps us to do that, and we thank you for that. And God, we pray for the young people in our church and all over America, God, that you would birth a revival in the youth of America, and uh, they would recognize they are the church. Help us to empower, to equip, to disciple, to train to do all we can to help them uh, transform their world. And God, we pray that you'd help us to realize we are not in a peacetime, we are at war. And God, I pray that you would help us to to wake up with a sense of urgency about connecting with you and, and and, and a sense of dependence, knowing that we need you to strengthen us and empower us to finish and to finish strong. So God, help us to do that today. We love you and bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. Hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.